Welcome to Reboot for Connection, the podcast dedicated to understanding connection at work. This is where we talk to leaders, communications professionals, and other subject matter experts about how organizations are now intentional about designing for connection in the workplace. Real connection to people, mission, and the work itself. We explore what can be achieved when this is approached as a strategic initiative. My name is Jürgen Abo, and this podcast is brought to you by ScreenCloud. Now, let's get into the good stuff. All right. So at ScreenCloud, we have the pleasure of working with quite a few different types of companies. And uh, one of our partners, Green Screens, is doing something truly innovative. Today, we're super fortunate because we get to speak with not one person, but two people from Green Screens. And so I want to welcome Amber and uh, Sean. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Cool, cool. So hey, um, part of this conversation is understanding what you guys actually do, how you connect with your customers, how you facilitate connections for them, et cetera. There's a lot to talk about there, but even the co connection between you guys is pretty interesting as I understand the backstory. Can you share a little bit about your roles in the company and how you guys came together? Maybe starting with you, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sean Cutter, CEO, Green Screens. I was a early stage investor in Green Screens. I have a tech background, founded a company or two. And, and so I, I definitely saw, gravitated towards the, the technology uh, kind of technical aspects of, of the solution that Green Screens had, solving problems with screens for customers. They had early, uh, uh, early adoption in a brand new industry, solving some problems in the industry that, uh, that, that most, unless you're in it, you really understand. Uh, and kind of a chance uh, encounter with, you know, through another, one of the co-founders of Green Screens, uh, met, met Amber. And uh, so I kind of bring the tech side of the business and uh, through that uh, chance encounter, uh, she brought, brought a lot more to the company. Uh, so I'll leave it to Amber. So I'm Amber Saba. I'm the COO of Green Screens. Uh, and the, the chance encounter that Sean is referring to is, uh, it was actually a breakfast that I invited myself to uh, <laughs> because I, I did know the co-founder um, for many years, but just knowing that Sean also worked in an oil and gas background, I was at the time in an oil and gas uh, role as an account manager. And it's always great in oil and gas to know others in oil and gas. Um, so at that breakfast, we just kind of started speaking in terms of oil and gas and um, just really getting to know Sean and diverting into talking about what the vision was for green screens. And my uh, account management and customer success passion was really something that I felt could help green screens at the time that I met Sean. Um, so I ended up reaching out to him later that same day and just letting him know like, I think I can help you. And I, I think we can get this company to move as quickly as you're, you're wanting it to move uh, by developing that, that account management customer success department of the company. Uh, so we, we kind of hit it off from there and uh, we've been moving pretty fast ever since. Yeah, and, and just to add a little bit of color on what, uh, what we do, uh, we did pivot slightly. The company was really an uh, ad-supported model, and, and we pivoted. We, we provide so much more value with screens 
and uh, and so that's what what we say we we do. We we use screens to solve problems, providing content to people. Uh, our bread and butter, our menu boards, keeping people connected with what's what's for sale. Uh, but we also connect use screens to connect uh, the people that work for the retailer, uh, and and also brands to consumers. We we help brands tell their story on screens. Awesome. Yeah, um, going back to what Amber was saying, it looks like there's a lesson there in being proactive and really leaning in. So props to you for, for going for it. It seems to have worked out well. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. And interestingly enough, it's not, it's not the only one. You know, we've, there, there, there are other uh, kind of chance occurrences where others have leaned in. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, great team to, to work with at, at Green Screen. Awesome. Yeah, and um, there's helpful context there too, Sean, about you know what you guys really do because your focus on connection through screens and through even the system behind the screens um, is really unique. And I think that it's safe to say you're doing something that is innovative and that others will follow. Um, Amber, could you tell us a little bit more about how you actually work with your customers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our our goal is always to be dispensary first. Um, we have a mentality and it's part of our culture to own our customer first. Um, so everything we do, every experience that we go into starts with that uh, and our customers know it. So the best thing that we can do with our customers is to listen to them. Uh, so we always have somewhat of a consultation or a call to understand what their pain points are or what their goals are. What are they trying to accomplish that green screens can help with? Um, so by listening, we're helping to develop a relationship, not developing a customer. Um, so that's key in our approach. And once we develop that relationship, it's really quite easy to deliver a product that meets those goals and uh, solve the challenges that they're dealing with on a daily basis. That's the concept of green screens. It's not only putting up a, t a television screen uh, with, a, with an inventory list. It's how can we solution, how can we make your job easier, and how can we help you connect to your customers easier, faster, better. Um, so that's really the, the goal behind everything that we do. Awesome. Yeah, and you guys touched on it a little bit as you were describing your roles, but it's interesting to me that you definitely have complementary skills. Um, curious what that brings to work, both the the good and the bad, right? Like there's uh, there's probably some different approaches to things. You guys want to share a little bit of of what really goes on with uh, with two people running a company with with these kinds of different approaches and skills. Sean, you want to uh, yeah, I, I can I can start. Well, so there's also uh, it should probably be a, an appreciation that this company has always been geographically spread out. A mm. lot of us worked in you know others that participated even part time worked out of their house or or called in. So it's always been kind of this collaborative. We'll make the best of it. The kind of kind of attitude. Uh, I will say on on you know how how we work together. I'm not always the best communicator, <laughs> and so 
Amber is all, often my translator. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start there. Um, it's, it's a great lead into just how well Sean and I work together. Um, we think very differently, but it comes together in a, a way that is helping green screens connect with our customers, but also develop the system and keep evolving. Um, I always, I always speak about Sean as he's always forward thinking. He's 10 steps ahead of everyone else in this company. He's thinking faster about how we can be better, how we can improve more so than anyone else on this team. Um, so when it comes to technology, Sean will always beat out the competition and we all trust him for that. When it comes to communication and the customer relationship and some people even refer to it as like, I'm kind of like the feely, like I want to connect with people. And so that's the beauty in our relationship too, is he can focus on the technology and, you know, kind of being in that realm while I kind of focus on how we move forward and maintain the relationships that are so important to us with our customers. So it comes together in a really great relationship. Um, and we're a really strong leadership team between the two of us. Yeah, I just, Absolutely. I believe just so hard, wholeheartedly in doubling down on, on our own strengths and working with people who have different strengths. Um, and the challenge sometimes can be around, well, sure, if you have two different sets of strengths, but you haven't necessarily developed a, a real connection, there isn't a real relationship, there isn't the trust, then that can be really difficult. But I think it's it's that trust that makes that that kind of is the oil for that kind of machine to perform properly. It sounded like you guys kind of hit it off as business partners right away, but how has that relationship and the dynamic between you guys evolved? I think it started um, with our culture workshop that we did in the very beginning. Um, so last year, there were only four of us on the team. We were very small and really trying to identify how, what we wanted to make green screens. And at that time, it was the perfect point to, to develop the company into what we saw it being once we were much, much bigger and we were scaling quickly. Uh, so we did a workshop where we focused on the five dysfunctions of a team and how do we avoid that? And one of the starting points was developing trust. So to your point, I mean, we really had to share some, some really deep kind of personal stuff to get to know each other. Um, and that can be hard to do, but when you can open yourself up to understand someone else and have empathy and really just connect on a human level rather than just a business level, it really makes a difference. And I can speak for myself, but I trust Sean wholeheartedly in the decisions that he makes um, as the leader of Green Screens because I know that his intentions are always for the benefit of the organization and our people. Yeah, and, and I know that Amber uh, takes on a lot and, and really uh, cares deeply for, for her team and the company. And so if she is bringing something to me, there's a reason. And, Really, everyone on the team uh, has their role. They carry their their weight and then some. And so, if, you know, there's also going back to the trust that you know, once that's established, if someone's bringing something to you, there's a reason, right? There's not 
it's not a question of that. It's okay, just focus on the problem, mm -hmm. right? And that's what that has certainly been an advantage, you know, especially over the last six months for green screens that, you know, a lot of uh, teams that, that don't have that would have certainly struggled with. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things too with, with trust. Um, you know, we've, we've identified how to have that trust internally amongst ourselves and with our team, but I think it's also translated outside of our organization that our customers trust us because we come up, we, we show up with integrity with everything that we do. Um, and so they have also instilled that trust in us as well. And that extends to our partners, um, anyone else who is working with us. It's really just, it's transparent through all of us. It's not just between Sean and I. Right. Yeah, and the beauty of trust, especially in the context of business, is that it is the ultimate enabler of speed, right? So you can move fast, you can just go and you can get things done, whether it's internally or with customers when there is that trust there, because everybody knows that people are coming at it with the right intentions. And that's when you have, I think, the foundation for building a really healthy business, which I know you guys are really doing. Um, awesome. So we do need to talk a little bit about the innovative stuff you guys are doing with um, with with the partnership with with ScreenCloud, and it's not to to toot our horn, but just want to hear how you guys think about the relationship that we have, and how more importantly how that serves your customers, what the needs are of your customers, and and how we are together able to to help with some of that. Well, if if I can start first, I'll come at it more from a technical perspective, and. And also say that when I took over green screens, it was using three different man, you know, content management systems, different platforms used for different reasons because there just isn't or wasn't the right solution that, that could serve a mobile device, uh, you know, this kind of TV or that kind of media player or that didn't, didn't also cost you $500 or they want to sell you annual licenses and you're going to prepay for two and a half years no one made it simple and easy for someone like green screens to have come up with a business model that really we're that layer of management on top of that content. And it takes a lot of care to do that. What we needed is a consistent pipe and, and, and something that also that we could build on and what screen cloud did. And, and, and when I was reintroduced to them, they had an API and they were going at it from the approach of, we want to be a platform that you can build on and build a company on. And no one else was really, you know, stating that or, and if they were, they weren't providing, you know, modern, a modern tool set, you know, that the developers could use. Oh, Amber certainly sees another side of, of yep. uh, screen cloud and, and what it gives for our customers that, you know, she can share. That's right. I, um, I've actually had the pleasure of, um, you know, leading and, and being on some of our, our new or potential customer demonstrations of our products. And consistently what we hear is that customers want to have control. And if, if we're having empathy and we're thinking of ourselves having our own retail space or we're an owner of a shop, I would want to have control over my screens that I'm displaying my inventory. I would want to have my logo and my background, my branding and my culture on my screens. Um, 
so that's that's really the key with our partnership with screen cloud is that it's given us the opportunity to deliver that level of control to our customers they are able to upload their own content their own images their own videos it doesn't have to be labeled with green screens it's not labeled with screen cloud we've partnered and made something that has been deliverable to a dispensary or a retail owner that they can make it their own it's it's theirs to display their content um, and it's really connecting them even further with their customers and their patients it's not um it's not this kind of yucky feeling of too many people being in the mix or being advertised something that's not even related to the organization the dispensary their products you wouldn't want to go in and see an advertisement for something that's you know not available to you or not something that you can purchase in that retail location um, so screen cloud has been instrumental in helping us deliver that level of control and ease of use it's a system that they can learn very quickly uh, which is important in the cannabis space. Everything is moving so fast and everything is changing so quickly. So it's really comforting for them to know that this isn't going to be something that changes. They can get used to it and it's theirs, it's adaptable, and, and it's kind of just that comforting, uh, comforting system that they have. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to keep going on that. Um, you guys are a true leader in your space. What else? do we need to understand about where the cannabis industry is and where it's headed and the parallels even to where retail is headed? would love to get your guys' perspective and just keep digging into that. Uh, I'll kind of pull on that string a little bit, I guess. Uh, I, we're really creating experiences in, in, inside those four walls but things that we're working on are, you know, how you bridge that connection, not just from the screen that's at the retailer, but then cross to mobile device, maybe to tablet. How do you, you know, really use, you know, events uh, to shape an experience, you know, with the long-term vision is it's, it's, what do you get when you go to an amusement park? Think about the good things the the conveniences you get the experiences that are created it's it's no different than that in in certain dispensaries and, and then in other retail locations it's more about education you know you're you're going to get uh people that are really looking for help and and, and maybe experiencing the product for the first time uh, something to really appreciate in this industry is that there's a good chance that most of the customers, they may be there for the first time. No matter how, you know, the, the industry is fairly new, most people in this country have not gone into a dispensary. Most people don't know where to go and, and the product landscape changes at least annually. You know, a company that's on top loses that spot the next year. There, there are no established brands that really own the market. It doesn't, you know, a lot of that doesn't exist. And I've personally been in dispensaries where someone's asking me a question. I'm in a different state. I have no idea what any of these products are. I don't know who the brand is. I don't know what's good. I don't know who uses, they've, they've added other things to it that might be beneficial. You just don't know. 
And it's, you don't know, you, you may not know going to another part of town. And then if you did have a product that you liked, and this was another case, well, now they don't carry that anymore. So what's the closest thing to it? If that bud tender doesn't know, then you're just guessing. There's no place to go for it. And so that's, that's a real challenge in, in the industry that's going to evolve, but that is also going to be hard until, you know, some of the, you know, maybe it, even after it may open up at the federal level, it's still going to be problematic for, for, for a long time because there's just a lack of information available. It's so interesting, right? Like there are very few industries that have those kinds of realities where not established brands, like totally new things whenever you pop in. And like you said, people coming in for the first time. So there's a lot of very specific things that are unique to that industry. At the same time, it makes me think that there are probably quite a few things that the more established parts of retail can and should learn from how cannabis is now forced to innovate. Um, right, in terms of that experience. Do you guys have a take on where retail overall might be headed as far as borrowing from some of the innovation you guys are helping um, dispensaries uh, do? I have an example, um, just from speaking with some of our, our customers. I think the level of passion in the cannabis space is lacking in so many other industries. Um, if you talk to growers or cultivators or dispensary owners, large franchise owners, they are passionate about what they are doing because they're helping people. And they're also trying to help this industry escape the stigma that, that surrounds it. Um, it's not a four letter word, it's not bad. This is actually something that I feel a lot of people are just uneducated about when it comes to cannabis. And so that's why I feel so many people in this industry are so passionate and they're utilizing tools like screen cloud and green screens to take their educational content and spread the word about why this is helpful, why it's good. All of that comes together into something that's really lacking in so many other retail spaces. And just from what I have, I've gathered over my uh, little over a year being with Green Screens, it's something that should be translated to so many other industries. Um, oil and gas in particular is one that could really adopt some of these these cues that the cannabis space is, is adopting. Yeah, um, totally get that. Um, and Sean, I was wondering if maybe from a more technical standpoint too, in terms of how all of this stuff has to connect uh, and what's even possible, I feel like in retail overall, there there's probably not a lack of imagination, but there isn't the same urgency perhaps to figure this stuff out that there is in cannabis. Are you seeing anything spilling over into more um, general retail from, from some of the technical stuff happening with dispensaries? Uh, I think you see hints of it. You go into a restaurant, people aren't picking up menus. Give me a QR code, let me scan it. Let me pull it up on my phone. That right there has changed. Retail has changed. Uh, you know, restaurants, anything that you would have had a handout, give it to them digitally. And how do, you, how do you transfer that seamlessly? And not to mention, keep the, you know, the content consistent. 
yeah, you start uh, producing QR codes. What if those point at websites that don't work anymore? You know, you can't just start running at it. You're going to create a mess. Uh, so that's, that's part of it. But, you know, retail has delivered a lot of these solutions. But I think because it's already tried some of them, we, we work with uh, and have as advisors, uh, someone that served for a long time at, at uh, one of the largest retail chains uh, that was out there, Radio Shack. And, you know, part of what I've come to learn is you know, a lot of these, what we're doing, maybe in a digital form, they were already done, or if they were done on the screen, and this is probably the, the, the lack of imagination to try the same thing, and this is to regular, you know, traditional retail, that you tried before, it's just technology is better now, right? You didn't have a screen cloud that you could build on top of before. Yes, you had a screen and you were trying to advertise in retail, but things have changed. Now we have cloud, and now we can connect APIs together you know, on the back end and in effect change in the physical space. So by connecting, uh, green screens is connected to the point of sale and that allows us to do a lot of interesting things based on what's in inventory and what's changed and what's in that shopping cart at that terminal where that screen is. Those are the things that we can do and that's, these are just emitting events. You know, so once you, you know, have a platform that is, you know, can at least discern some of what these events are, then you're just dialing in and identifying the signal. And when you see that, you can change things. And, you know, that, that might be creating an experience for VIPs at this dispensary if they're the only ones that are in the waiting room. Maybe it plays their music that, that they like just because they're there. There's whole new experiences that you can connect with your customer in a new way and really show that like, you're doing something special for them. And it's not gonna work in every, every location, but there's, you know, that, that's what we're looking to do and leverage you know, screens and, and information to, to better help a, a brand connect with that customer, whether it's the first time or reconnect you know, with, with that customer. Great. So um, we are obviously very, very proud of the partnership we have with you guys. And um, I'd love to hear a little bit more from you, Amber, just go a little bit deeper on what that enables you guys to do. And, and really tell us a little bit more about the mission of, of green screens and what you're, what you're really up to. Absolutely. Uh, one of the key factors that we place a lot of, uh, a lot of focus and, and energy on at Green Screens is our culture. And one of the key aspects of that culture is that we exist to transform the retail experience. And being focused on that is one thing, but partnering with people and organizations like Screen Cloud that can, able, can enable us to move as quickly as we want to and to provide something to our customers that meets their needs and does transform their current retail experience for their customers is vital to us. Um, and we also know that today everyone wants something faster, better, if they order a product or if they want to sign up for a service, they want it yesterday. And 
ScreenCloud has enabled us to literally provide our service in the same day. We can have a customer signed up as fast as one day. And we weren't able to do that prior to our partnership. Um, so really holding true to our, our culture and our values at Green Screens is strategic with our partnership with, with ScreenCloud. It's just enabled us to really be able to perform at the level that we hold ourselves accountable to. What we're really looking for, you know, Green Screens is working in a brand new industry that's moving extremely fast, needs to evolve, it evolves fast, and companies that are on top the very next year are not. And so you have to be able to evolve and provide uh, solutions to customer, customer problems when they happen, even if that means a global shutdown, right? And being able to adapt and quickly turn on solutions, even though we were shut down, is a big deal. You know, things ground to a halt, yet cannabis is, is, is an essential business, so it stayed open and still needed to provide services and, and product. And, and screens helped do that, and screens helped our customers adapt. And whether that's just providing different information on a screen than what they were providing the very previous day to a customer, that could be quickly updated. And, and having a, a, a partnership with a company that is that we can trust is going to be there uh, in providing a, a, a solution that we can adapt to, right? It's not, uh, we give you this exact solution and if you need anything else, uh, we're going to charge you for it. Or, and it's sometimes not even the cost that matters, it's the time. And our customers don't, can't wait. It's not that they won't, they can't. You know, they need a solution now or they'll, they'll make, they'll find one. You know, that's just the nature of, of the business. And, and so ha having that, uh, that kind of partnership is something that we were looking for. And even when I took over uh, green screens, the need to standardize and find uh, a partner did, there were a couple different industry searches that happened. Uh, and, you know, screen cloud early on was overlooked only because it was an existing, we were already using screen cloud. So that was, that was what was kind of interesting. And then it was more of the release of the second, you know, the, your platform and inability to integrate what we're doing on the back end and, you know, really at the service layer, we're connected to the point of sale. And so once you're, once you have that information, you can do things with it. And, and that might be based on things that you're doing on behalf of the brand. You might be doing things for the retailer in, in providing information to the customer, but it's also connecting the operation itself. So there's a back room and that back room can provide instructions to people, people that work there. And so if you walk through a door, you're always looking at the important area on a staff room TV. And the important area has instructions that everybody needs to know, including regulatory changes. And these things can change every quarter, right? How do you, or sometimes daily, you know, it's pretty typical every quarter, but during the pandemic, it was sometimes a couple times a week that they were, oh, you can do this, you can't do that. You can go outside, you can't go outside. You know, that constantly adapted. And screens are a way to communicate that information 
you know, to, to customers and an employee. Yeah, I think we still, we take screens for granted a little bit, right? When it's working well, we're thinking, oh, that's just stuff on screens. We're so used to that at home. We press a button and all that stuff. Um, I know you, Sean, have talked about this before, the fact that it actually isn't that easy to really do it right and, and do it right at the scale that a lot of companies have to get it right at. Can you just uh, elaborate a little bit on that as we, as we close up here? I think it's really important that we understand what this challenge really is. Yeah, I, I think a, a good way to imagine the problem is imagine your house five years ago. How many screens were there? Count up every screen in your house, including smartphones, tablets, doesn't matter. You know, there was a time when the only screen in your house was the TV and a calculator screen. That was it. There was no other screens in your house. And now we have picture frames that are screens. Screens are not going away. Screens are gonna be everywhere providing information. And as you add those, they'll put content on them, put information that, that matters and, and, and is also on par, or at least in the ballpark, to what people experience online and you know on Netflix, uh, content that you know doesn't hurt your eyes when you look at, and and keep that consistent with your company's messaging, and which also may have to change on a daily basis sometimes. Uh, that that's a challenge. And looking forward five years, you're going to see even more screens out there, and it's going to grow at an accelerated rate. Because the cost of screens go down, communication is up, you know, screens will end up serving as, you know, part of just computing in general. You know, they, they have processors in them, there's sensors, but, but more they can shape the, the human experience. You know, as you walk through someplace, uh, it's minority report. When Tom Cruise is walking through the airport or the, the mall, that maybe not exactly like that, but it, it, that is happening. It's already happening. That's a uh, minority, minority report is a good note to end on. Thank you for that. Guys, uh, we appreciate you so much, um, the partnership and you guys spending time with us today, sharing so generously. Thank you so, so much. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure for us as Thank well. You. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's my sincere hope you found something you can apply towards greater connection in your work life. If so, an honest review would certainly be welcomed. Reboot for Connection is brought to you by ScreenCloud. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And we'd be honored if you subscribe to this one. You may also email us at reboot at screencloud.com with any reactions or ideas you might have for us. Hope to catch you again next time.